1: What's up, everybody? Glad that you are joining in. Really appreciate you. Um, This game says a lot about where this team is uh, between the ears. Like, we know that they're super talented. We know that they are – they have really good cohesiveness. We know that there's leadership. You saw that in the first half where – Hunter Dickinson um, made a mistake and you saw Franz go right at him to, to get him straight. And there was no disrespect from Hunter. It was just a nod. Hey, I got you. You're right. Um, But this team just came off of probably the best game uh, played at all levels. um, This year, a crazy game, crazy, crazy game. Like, Highly emotional. You're playing on the road at a rival. And that rival hits you with a 50-50-90 game. And you still beat them by five points. And everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. This was an easy game to let up. Easy game. This game was an easy game to come in and completely let up. But their focus was unbelievable today. Their job on Luca Garza, holy moly. I know people were dogging John's today, but Johns, his defense on Luca, when Davis and um, Hunter was out, very good. Hunter's defense on Garza in the first half and when he didn't foul, I mean, very good. Garza had 19 shots and 16 points. He shot the ball 19 times. 19 times for 16 points. Franz Wagner had Joe Wieskamp in a locker today. Like, this dude couldn't do anything against Franz. He got 11 points that was against livers and other people when he went in, up against uh franz it was a wrap it was a wrap franz was chilling the first bit he had what he was like 0-2, right but then he just kind of just started just doing his thing and he didn't force everything you know he 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 went when the defense gave him something uh, I'm gonna get people up here in one sec, um, but you have a situation where Iowa, Iowa is one of the highest scoring teams in the country. Offensively, they've been one of the best. Defensively, the last few games, I mean, they have been they have been one of the best in the league. Like I believe the stat was like they were they're like number 2 in the league over the last four over over the last four games they were held to 57 points 57 points do you know how crazy that is they've scored over 67 in every single game at least no 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 65 They've scored, they've scored at least 65 points in every game, and they got held to 57 today. Remember I said all those, all those stoppages in the game? That didn't help Iowa. I was like, look, that helps Michigan. It sucks as a viewer. Yeah, it sucks as a viewer, but man. Sucks as a viewer, but man. A team that needs to get up and down to really do anything, that killed Iowa. And I'm not giving them an excuse, but the referees and ESPN didn't do them much favors today. But what an incredible job defensively. What an incredible job defensively. And that's probably Mike's worst game that I've seen in a long time. Mike Smith did not play very well. He did not play very well today. Um, and that's and that's saying something. That's saying something. He wasn't diming up and controlling like he usually does. I mean, yeah, he went three for nine. I mean, like, that part I don't really care about because I know that we can he can score the ball, but he didn't get to the line. He wasn't penetrating and really hitting guys. He started doing that in the second half of, a bit, but first half he had zero assists. And he was two for five, first half, and he was struggling. But this was this was his worst game. This was his worst game. This was his and Shondi, Shondy Brown got a quick pull the first half. He he like got like one foul and they came right out. But, but I'm not complaining too much about that because I feel like Juwan has a good temperature on the team. He has he has a really good understanding about when guys should rotate and when guys should come out the game, go in the game. Where are they at mentally? And it proved to be right. I mean, when he put Shonde in, instant instantly he gets a turnover. Literally, he texted the game, "Dude, try to come up the court." And he said, "No, you're not coming up the court, bro." What are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing? Like, I don't let you come up the court and just do your offensive thing. Then he comes in the game, hits a nice little seamless three, couple easy, he probably had the most, like, basketball camp, fourth grade, one on one hundred one. how to go one-two into your shot, raise up and be on balance for a jumper in the middle of the lane. That was the most technique- the most technical jump shot I have seen, and there was no pressure on them whatsoever. Michigan played okay. I don't think they were like world beaters today, but they played okay and they beat a top 10 team by 22, holding them to their lowest point total all year long. They put Iowa in the 50s. I don't know what if they scored in the 50s at all last year either. I'd have to check, but 57. Holy moly. Holy moly, man. World beaters in the second half, it looked a lot better, huh? Looked a lot better. Um, But still, like you, know, like, you know, Mike had zero assists in the first half. He had four in the second. You saw a little bit more movement from him, but still, like, he could have done a, lo- a lot more. And I'm not even going to say they were world beaters in the second half either. It was just like, you know, like, they did a you know, death by a thousand cuts today. Like, it wasn't like one big run, one big run, one big run, game over. They were just going plus three every two minutes. Plus three, plus four, plus death by a thousand cuts. Amazing game. Great to watch. I love the second half. Hunter, the way that he guarded Garza's pivots, he was early on all of them. He knew exactly what he was going to do, where he was going. He made Garza score over his 7 1 frame enhance, and that was big. All right, I'm going to start getting everybody up here. Uh, then we can start talking.
2: What's going on? All right, so got a couple of quick stats throughout there. Uh, Garza, when Hunter Dickinson was guarding him, was 3 of 14. 3 of 14. Absolutely unreal defense by Dickinson against someone who's been a top five player in NCAA basketball for the past two years. Then another stat, Iowa had four assists all game long, the whole entire game, four assists. Uh, Michigan had one turnover in the whole second half. Um, they had six in the first half, and they just – they I, coming out of the locker room – I mean, I've seen it. This team in the second half, I saw someone tweet it. You haven't really gotten to see how good this team is in the second half, truly, because there's been so many games where it's already over by the second half starting. But the Wisconsin game, they were down 14 at one point, came back, dominated. The Rutgers game, they scrapped their way out to a victory. That Ohio State game, they were down, I believe, by five at one point in the second half, and they finished a game up up five on a, so on a plus 10. Um, so this, this team should get a lot of credit for its mid game adjustments coming out of halftime. Um, John Howard, and then also Michigan out Iowa 41 to 32 as well. So some cool stats kind of, I think those are some of the biggest reasons why Michigan wins. Obviously there's a lot with the 22 point victory, but yeah. Um,
1: Three for 14, bro. Yeah. That is, I mean, like, you could see it. I mean, Garza was struggling to get to his, like, two or three go-to spots around the rim. Like, Hunter just would not let him get there. And even if he met him there, Hunter was in a spot to bother it just enough to where the the ball just refused to go in. And he got very visibly frustrated, too. Yes, yes, they were very physical with him, and that goes to Davis and that goes to Johns as well. I mean, like they were very physical with him, and they didn't just let him just you know do his thing. Yeah, so,
3: I mean, I, I know uh, Matt, you're saying that you think it's a lot of second half, like they're making a lot of half adjustments at halftime, and like I'm not saying that they're not, but I think the biggest thing is like, I mean, you can see in the first half, like it's it was close game and stuff, and like you and you were saying in the stream, you know, like. Like, we just didn't look settled. But, like, they're not taking bad shots. Like, there's you'll have a sloppy turnover here or there. But, like, the possessions still look good. And, like, you know, throughout the entire first half I'm watching, and at no point I'm like, am I thinking, like, man, I don't know if the offense is going to come around. Like, it's more of just, like, you're kind of just waiting. Like, waiting for that moment where, like, all right, these shots have got to start falling at some point. And if they don't, you know, like – that's a loss that you can almost accept it's like just cuz they're not playing bad basketball
4: and Facts. i think that
3: and i think Facts. more than anything i don't know how i don't know how you don't see more talk about shondi for the next level like i don't know how you're watching this team and and like these people aren't picking up on shondi cuz like you know the J.R. smith comp is like you know it's it's the fun one to make but it 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 works you know the dude is out there and he harasses the other team, you know, whoever you want to put him on. He reminds
1: much. me more of, like, a Tony Allen, to be honest with you. That I think shoot. I called him Marcus Smart because Marcus Smart, like, he'll yeah, he'll, good, um, he'll also gun it from three. But yeah. just
3: high, just active, just yeah. super active. It's easy to forget that, like, Sean Brown was, I mean, he, you know, granted it was a really bad Wake Forest team, but, like, I mean, dude, he was their number one number one guy for, you know, like the past year or two before he came to Michigan, like very high usage dude. And like, you know, and he's been able to take a backseat, you know, and you've seen his efficiency look better because of it. But it's not like the dude, you know, he's not just some spot-up shooter only. You know, there's a lot more in his game that he doesn't – that he doesn't have to get into because of the team he's on.
1: Exactly, exactly. He's he's playing more within himself, and um, you saw his impact – in the second half on both ends like he was causing hell for Bohannon. like Bohannon could not could not wait to give the ball up
3: and give it to somebody else he, he, the way he just disrupts I mean he's, he's a menace I mean he's he's just so just such a pest on defense like it just it, it disrupts the entire other team like from the you know you put him on the main ball handler and like the entire other team's offense is just in just thrown completely out of whack and i wanted to say too um Like, I know Mike Smith didn't have a great game today, but, like, that last game against Ohio State, like, I remember you had said before that you thought, like, if you had to bring back one, Mike Smith or Eli, like, you think you would take Mike Smith. And for a while, I wasn't sure about that, you know. like. But then after that Ohio State game, like, there's no doubt in my mind that Mike Smith is going to be, like, the key to almost next season. You know, like, getting him to come. If you can get him to come back so where you don't have to throw a Zed, Into this, like, you know, hey, haven't played basketball much in two years. Take over. No, because if they don't bring back Mike, they're going
1: to go for a grad transfer. Yeah, they'll go grad transfer, of course. They're going to go for one anyway. So why not just get a grad transfer? Who knows? Like, who's already there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Who's probably going to step into uh, a bigger role. But you made a great point earlier when you were talking about. You know early in the game, like you know, like neither teams were making shots, but like it felt like the Ohio State game, except it was guys were making shots. So I just felt like Michigan, they get the shot that they want, and I feel like Iowa, the shots that that they were getting, and even though they made some, like some of those shots, like could could be blocked. Some of those shots were like crazy shots. They were just they were just low they were just low percentage shots based on how hard they were being defended and closed out and and you know i just think as a game wears on you either you either start making those or you just keep the same or you just keep the same percentage and that's where you see where like michigan they scored 32 in the first half N- you know matt made a great stat there, one turnover in the, in the second, they put up 47 points, and they slowed the game down with, like, three minutes left. Like, yeah. they, they kind of stopped, you know, <laughs> they kind of took their uh, foot off the gas. Like, they could have hit them for, like, 55, 60 points. And you know what? I don't really even think to. they
5: had their A game tonight. I think it was their B game.
1: Yeah, it, I think so.
3: I see, you know, That's and, I, and I think that, and I think what you're saying, like, that that like, hits it perfectly. Like, at no point in, like, this, this past, like, four games, you know, like, it's four games since the break now, right? Three or four, like, and, at no point. Yeah, at no point. Yeah, like, at no point when you see the other team doing anything on offense, you know, like, even in the Ohio State game, I mean, they're hitting really good shots. Like, they're hitting the shots. But at no point are you, like, you know, they're shots you live with pretty much, like, consistently. Like, you're not – like, I'm not sitting here watching – like, oh, my God, why why is, like, defensive breakdown after defensive breakdown? I mean, like, like nice. they're hitting very, very difficult shots, and that's where you do – you see that just, like – like, I think that's where you see that second-half breakdown more than anything. It's not even just the offensive numbers, but it's just, like, let's see you hit very highly contested shots very consistently for 40 minutes. And that's, if you can't and that's do that, the, uh, you're not going to stick with us. That's the I, thing,
0: like – Well, actually, hold on. First of all, before I get into the analysis, Iowa, stop being pussies, okay? Post the final score so we can get get rated. rated. Second of all, second of all, um, the difference between—I said this last time I was here—the difference between Michigan and most other teams is that we are one of the most consistent teams in uh, in the NCAA in terms of. Like you guys said, you have you literally have to make contested shots over and over against us, which Ohio State did, because they literally would you say they shot like fifty, forty, ninety on us, and you're gonna have to do that and not make any mistakes against us in order to beat us, because we do not we rarely beat ourselves in terms of like yeah like we don't turn the ball over much, right and. Even today, like our intensity wasn't even up like that. Like it seems right. like our intensity wasn't even up for like anything like that. But we, but we just stayed consistent throughout the whole game.
4: Right. And,
0: and when you're like taking contested threes, you're just taking all these contested shots, all these contested layups, and you're missing. And we're just taking our time on offense. We're finding we only take good shots. We we barely we rarely take uh, bad shots. But uh, we only take good shots offense, and more times than not, ends up in a good bucket. And one thing though that hasn't been said. Our transition game is low key a little bit atrocious. If it's not Mike Smith handling the ball on the transition or Franz, nine times ten we leave low-key take it, we take a bad layup like Shonde sometimes does that, I've noticed, and Livers did that a couple of times. But other than that, our team literally is like one of the most efficient teams in the nation in terms of and offensively and defensively.
5: And something I want would- to add to that, just to piggyback off that. You know, Mike Smith, Eli Brooks, they didn't have great games. There's so many guys on this team that can just go get a bucket, that can beat you, that can beat the other team. Like if if Mike Brown or if Livers isn't having a good game, someone. there's so many guys that can get their own shot, their own bucket, and they can just – they can beat you. We have six or seven guys.
2: I I don't know if there's like a bad shot stat in basketball – but I feel like Michigan's up there for, the like, the lowest percentage of bad shots taken in terms of, like, we got bad it. contested shots.
6: Has to be. So,
2: um, the, Even even when, like, first half of Ohio State, we were on fire from three. The second half, we kind of went ice cold from three. But all our shots were were wide i mean wide Wide open open. like in in college basketball to get a shot where you're not there's not a guy within 10 feet of you is such a rare shot and you consistently see that from this Michigan team you consistently see defenses so out of position switching when they shouldn't be switching um when because they have to and because we have i mean We have Mike Smith who can drive and penetrate. We have Eli Brooks who can drive and penetrate. We have Wagner who can drive and penetrate. We have so many guys who can drive and penetrate. When you do that, defenses break down, and it just opens up your whole offense because they have to go sag and help. And when you sag and help, you're just going to get wide-open threes. When we, I mean, we have Livers, four for five, Wagner, two for three. Brown was one for one. I mean, like, we have all these guys who can consistently knock down these open shots, so that's just why we're, like, so efficient, and why, like, even yeah. if we're missing shots, I still feel very comfortable
1: with hey, it. Just, it Ant,
5: looks... Ant, you think uh, Livers is a first rounder?
1: No. 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 Um, I think he'll go where Jordan Laura went from Louisville last year, probably, like, you know, a very good draft for him would probably be like in the high thirties, but more than likely he'll go like mid, like mid high forties would be okay for him. And what about uh, Wagner? Wagner's going to be a first round. Wagner's going to be a first round. I think his, I think his measurements uh, when he does the combine are going to blow people off. Are going to blow people away. Um, I want to see how tall he really is. Is one, uh, two? Um, he's young, and teams love that. I mean, he's still what nineteen years old, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he is he is going to be a first round pick, probably. I can see him like like low twenties or low twenties well, to mid teens right now. So, Ant, someone just projected him to go like fourteen. I think yeah yeah like low 20 mid-teens is right is like right in the ballpark for him if you look at where the nba is going um they are looking at that positionless thing i was on here talking to um he's like a big youtuber his his name is uh legend of winning and he is really big he's very knowledgeable on like the nba so uh I had to ask him, like, 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 hey, where do you see the NBA going next? What is the next meta? We've seen this – we've seen the game go to, like, more three-point shooting. And he pretty much said you're going to slowly start seeing a bunch of guys, like, not like LeBron, but guys between 6'6 and, like, 6'6 and up who could do everything. So you're gonna see these big lineups, guys who who, who can drive it, pass it, shoot it, the they're less smaller guys. And I think someone like Wagner, he takes that mold to the T.
6: Well, he he might have low key just had his best game as a Wolverine. I mean, it's up there.
1: He doo so, all over Wees Camp today. Oh, they the could have guarded him.
6: And the passes he had, I mean, scouts watching that game.
1: He, he does late. he does make all these plays go into his right though. Like I I'm not saying he should work on his left right now, but that's going to be the next step in this game is being able to go to the left and make those same plays and I not think, have to get to his right hand to be able to finish or make passes. He did I make, make one good, good left-handed hook shot regards
6: Garza though. I, mean, I, did, that, I do
1: remember that though. That yep. might
6: be like, that might be his like one weakness. He's so
1: well-rounded. So well-rounded. He and he's, I, he's not to the point where he can hit you with something and then pull up from mid. Um, but, yeah, outside of those, I mean, he is a very good good two-way player. He's everything you want in an in an NBA guy. 6'9", six, 6'10", six, can pretty much guard the one through five. Yeah. I think his reach
7: has improved him as a passer and a playmaker as well. I mean, you've seen the last few games he's had those wraparound passes around the big to Hunter, and uh, yeah. I think his playmaking has just gotten better as the year has gone.
1: Most definitely. Iowa still hasn't tweeted. They got that coward night. No, they, they got
2: 300 replies on their last tweet, though, which was an hour ago. <laughs> uh, it was at the 11.55 mark where Michigan was up by uh, se- uh, eight, no, seven points at the 11.55. That was their last tweet, and so now it's at 300 replies.
4: That's funny. <laughs> and That's you funny. talked we about how. Um, whole
1: program, program shook now because <laughs> they know what's about to come
0: it's inevitable man it doesn't matter how late you post it it's inevitable you're gonna get a thousand replies just do it
1: oh man um let's let's uh hear from some guys who haven't spoken yet just 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 to like just for people who want to come up or you're up here and if you're new if you're not talking uh put yourself on mute so we have one mic going uh to make sure we're not getting like random sounds from random people so let's start with uh, let's. I know Tony's been up here for a little bit. So let's go with, let's go Tony, Jason, Avery, Ben, and then Spencer. Well, I, I got an overreaction tonight. This
6: might be the best Michigan basketball team I've seen since the Fab Five.
1: Overall, again, overreaction tonight. That is not an overreaction. That's not. Um. Someone brought up this was like a couple weeks ago. Someone said that Michigan reminds them of 2018 Villanova, and I said that team had like, like four or they had like five pros on that team. Um, I looked at it the wrong way. Uh, I, I can see that being a thing because Michigan has. Michigan has six, has about six guys who I think on any given night go off for 20 plus. For real. And that's what that Villanova team was. And as good as Michigan played them in that first half, they were up 21 to 14. They were up 21 to 14 because they shut down five of their six guys. Mm. But the sixth guy goes off for 30. You know, like, what do you do? You know what I mean? And, Um, Michigan is very similarly built, but I think this Michigan team, um, is a bit lengthier on the perimeter with their, with their forwards and, uh, and, um, but they're not as talented as that team. They're, they're, they're not as talented as that team, but they're very similar in how they go about their business. And this team is much better defensively as good as that team was too. Yeah, we're
6: definitely moving up in our defensive ranking. We dropped a bit after uh, Ohio State, but it's going to move back up after this one. Iowa yes, came sure. in. Iowa came in as the number one Ken Palm offense.
1: Held them to the fifty-seven. Like, like, like. I I don't even know when the last time that happened. It. it that just, they had you know, fifty-seven.
6: So it's going back to what everybody was saying about Michigan, how open shots. It just looks so effortless. For us on the offensive side of the ball But the other team, like Ohio State They kept up with us, but it was a struggle They made tough, 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 tough Contested
1: shots um, It just looks easier for us on that side of the ball You know And I love it, and they are getting Shots, and that is And and honestly, that's all you can ask For from the offense Because you're not always going to make these shots But if you're getting the best shot Your percentage is, is just going to go up So and a part of that is having weapons at every position, everyone being able to shoot, everyone being able to dribble, everyone being able to create and pass there's no real weakness um, when it comes to offensively with this team like you know who do you who do you shut down and then you have Mike Smith being able to weave and beat guys off the dribble because when you get to the paint, defense is compromised now you're going to be compromised with the team who doesn't have many Weaknesses offensively. Good luck.
6: True story. Thanks for letting me talk to him.
1: Hey, no problem. Yeah, and I I kinda wanted to piggyback
7: off the good shots and contested shots. I mean, obviously we've been getting a lot of open looks, but even some of the contested looks that we've had, you know, you got Livers his post fade. I mean, that's a high percentage shot for him. You got uh, Hunter on the po on the block getting some Contested shots, but those are high percentage. You got Sean D's sometimes got a hand in his face for some threes, but he's been knocking those down. So even some of the contested shots that we take are high percentage shots for some of our guys.
1: Most
3: definitely. Uh, who's up next? Uh, me. I kind of just want to jump on, I guess, kind of piggyback off what both of those guys said and kind of pick, your brain ant and everybody else is about like, yeah, this team has been shooting really well and they shoot through adversity more than I think any team we saw with Beeline. Like they kind of, Beeline's team's kind of a lot lived and died by the three, it felt like, or like they missed a few shots at the beginning of the game and then it felt like they'd fall apart. And I kind of wonder what uh, everybody else thought about. Is that because of the coaching or the players or – this team's kind of just has some kind of magic going on or, or where that comes from compared I to teams it's just past. chemistry, chemistry,
1: chemistry, the chemistry is one. Uh, the team build is probably second. The team build, ha- you have, you have two hungry seniors who are coming into a team who they have not won at the collegiate level till this year. You have two seniors who have played in the national championship and then you have, one of the best post players in the country come in as a freshman, as a freshman and being able to, to, to just dominate. I think having Hunter Dickinson anchoring this team uh, is huge, is huge. You saw it against Ohio State. If you guys haven't seen my breakdown on Ohio State, check that out. Every time when, when uh, Michigan felt like they needed a basket, the ball went inside every single time not everybody has that luxury and for and for defenses having to play defense when the ball is on the is on the block and not on the perimeter it's very very different it's like a whole new defensive philosophy and this is something that they have that you know they only have a couple days to adjust to because not every team has someone like hunter who can score over both shoulders who could pass the ball and play like he does at that size? I, Tre- I Trev- Trevion Williams has that a bit, um, but like in the Big Ten, you just don't get that. You just don't get that.
2: I, I kind of want to add to that. Or so just lucky um, for the fact that like this team is so much different than anything we've ever seen. For the fact that. We have four, like out of for, if we have our starting five on the floor, we have four guys who can easily get to the basket at any time, and then we have a we, then we have another guy down low at center, who if we get the ball to him, if you don't double him, it's almost an easy bucket right there. And if you do double him, he's such a good passer and he has such good vision where he's gonna find the open guy for another easy bucket. So like when we have our starting five on the floor. It's so easy to break out of a slump because the best way to get out of a slump is to attack the basket and all five guys can get to the basket and finish around the hoop and that also creates wide open shots around the perimeter which helps break out of that slump. So it's like there's like it's kind of like uh one thing helps the another thing which helps the other thing. It's just a continuous re- um, circle with that um, and so it's it's just a complete team and so
5: it's very hard to contain that hey and i got a quick question for you how big of an impact do you think martelli's making on this team and being a former player like as an assist the lead assistant that he is what is he doing that is so much better than any other maybe assistant in the past or how how, how is he making an impact or a difference
1: well, personally, I don't know. But what I can say is that he's spent a lot of time on the sidelines being the head guy, right? Now, being an assistant with less responsibilities and less BS to deal with, he can see so many more things on the court, and he can let Juwan know uh, about those things. He doesn't have to deal with any of the responsibilities that, you know, the head coach does. So, honestly, he's, he's chilling right now. He's chilling right now, and I can tell that they are letting Jawan do his thing. It's not like, you know, like you know, people joke about Martelli being the head coach. Like that's that's bullshit. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, um, but I do know that they are they are giving him, they are giving Jawan, they are giving Jawan all the all the information he needs and him being a head coach, you know, he's, he's taken a small school deep in the NCAA tournament with, um, with Jameer Nelson and Delonte West and all those guys. But as a head coach, you have to deal with so much stuff outside of basketball, outside of just what goes on, on the court. Martelli is just worried about what goes on, 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 on the court and recruiting. He's not worried about all the media stuff and, how i to do all these appearances and all this other crap. So right now he's just chilling. Do you think
3: he enjoys this, like, not diminished, but less responsibility role and will want to stay longer than people were predicting him to stay at the beginning now, of I, last I, year, even this year? I
1: don't know him on that level. Um, but, like, if you I asked do. me that about Beeline, I could have told you, like, Beeline's not going to end his career at Michigan. I don't know what he's going to do. But he's not going to end it there. Yeah, Martelli, listen, I mean,
8: oh, I, what's I wasn't up, sure Jeff? this was going to work. Hey, by, by the way, I feel like every time I come in the Michigan room, I, I should come in and just say, I was wrong. 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 And, and maybe I should write it 100 times every night.
1: Uh, we forgive you.
8: We Thank you. I appreciate. We it. We need I you to do
1: that uh, that the thing from The Simpsons where you stand in front of the the chalkboard <laughs> and write "I was wrong." About <laughs> I might it. Ready, I can do it. Can we do that? Let's make that it be a can. bit. We let, let's uh, that, that that's great content right there. I'll make um, a meme on it, Jeff. You can the do word. that.
8: You can absolutely do it. I got no problem. Listen, I've been wrong plenty. I'm, I'm going to be wrong plenty again. Um, but I, I think with Martelli, the the one thing for him. I think it works because of Juwan and his personality and the fact that he doesn't have a huge ego because Martelli is a, he's an ego guy. I mean, he is, and he's very outspoken. um, and, And he's obviously been very successful, but again, it could have backfired with the wrong guy. And I don't know how much they even knew. I don't think they really knew each other. Who was it who recommended him? I'm trying to remember who it was. It was a coach that, that kind of paired them together. Uh, but it works because of Juwan and the fact that he's okay with having a guy like Martelli. They're saying, saying Calipari. It was Calipari. That's right. That's exactly who it was. Um, it, it, it just works. Again, Juwan's just like that dude that, you know, I, I go through the list. Jared Solinger, I don't know if you guys saw it, tweeted something about, like, you know, former players should get more opportunities to coach or something like that. And I I went through the list and I'm like, yeah, Clyde Drexler, Mark Price, Chris Mullen, you know, Ewing isn't doing much. I mean, you go on and on Terry Porter, blah, 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 blah. Penny's not killing it. Um, You know, Juwan is a rare breed. Fred Hoiberg did it the first time. Yes, that guy sucks. Um, You know, to me, again, Juwan's going to be that guy, and, and, and it'll be interesting to see because um, the NBA is going to come calling. I mean, we know that. Now, again, is he going to leave? No, because his kids are there, right? Like, he's not going anywhere now. But trust me, the NBA is going to come calling, and he is going to leave for the NBA at some point.
1: Jeff, why, why? See, you you had us like 95% in, and then you just yep. end with that. No, I'm not saying
8: today. Uh, Come on, I'm not saying he's going today. I'm not saying it's in three years or five years. (laughs) But I think the Lord, because he played in that league and he played in that, and and eventually Mm. guys get tired of making the recruiting calls. Guys get tired of that. He hasn't even had to do this. Think about it. He barely has had to get on a flight and go around the country recruiting dudes. He has, for a year, nobody's recruited other than Zoom. He's had a great, but wait, wait till, you know, you're on the phone all the time. You're flying around the country. You're in July every single day. Bro. It's fine for a while, but eventually it wears you down. Trust me. I know I've done enough years and, and I enjoy it, but I don't want to be out every day like I used to be.
0: I definitely hear your points, but can you just let us ride this wave of totally. happiness right <laughs> no, now?
8: Totally. I'm not trying to be a downer here. I'm just saying like, he's that good. I'm yes. saying that he's that good right now. And, that, and and to be honest, he is a unique individual as far as former players. Now, and, and he walked into a pretty good situation, too, with a brand, with some pretty good veterans last year at key positions. And he's continued. I mean, look, three McDonald's All-Americans coming in next year. Like,
1: it's ridiculous. Nothing to scoff at right there. Nothing to scoff at. Three Mickey D's? Three. It's
3: insane. Three. So,
1: so I saw
2: an article. I don't know if it was an article or a tweet, but I heard Jerron uh, Simmons had a, has a lot to do with the recruiting at Michigan, which is absolutely – just think about that storyline um, right there. I mean, uh, a grad transfer from uh, Mac School a couple years right. ago under Beeline, and it, it wasn't even Howard who brought him in. I mean, like, as a player. And then Howard's like, hey, I want to keep you on my coaching staff. Like, and, and just think about, like, how just that small little thing of him grad transferring from – from uh, where where was it? Ohio. Where, was
8: Ohio University. Ohio? Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. he and grad transferred from
2: Ohio it. and just killing it on the recruiting.
8: And he got beat out for minutes, right? Like, we everybody thought he was going to be the starter, and, and yep. he got beat out.
1: Yep. Most def, definitely. So, so what? What Matt's talking about is it was it was noted by Martelli that, um, you know, Simmons has 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 had a big role with rec- with recruiting. What he means is when these guys come on visits or they're going through Zoom meetings and they're sharing their screen. One of the biggest parts of recruiting is, hey, yeah we get it you want my son there but how are you going to use him that's when they bring out film they're like hey look this is how we're going to use your son and they'll have a bunch of say it's like a guy like Caleb Houston right they'll they'll have a whole bunch of livers and wagner clips lined up saying this is how we can get him how we'll get him open this is how we're going to get him on the right side We love Caleb loves that left wing three. So this is what we do with our point guards to make sure that that's available for you. They get all those clips lined up so the player can actually see themselves on the basketball court. So these guys can um, have a better idea of what to expect once they step on campus.
8: Man, you guys don't know how lucky you are that you have Vance. Seriously, I I mean that. Like, to explain things – like that, like I didn't even think about that, Aunt. That you can give like the inner workings of all this and and, and break it down like almost like a class. Like it's kind of cool.
1: Hey, I love it, man. That's 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 why I love to host these things and have uh and have all the you know all the accessibilities and get the questions going and we have a lot of fun here. We have a lot a lot of fun. I I mean, especially how cool- on Twitter.
8: How cool but the is inside him? is good. The inside is good. We yeah, enjoy it. and I didn't really
9: like you at first because when I started looking at you, you were saying Josh Christopher wasn't coming. I got all mad at that tweet. But uh, <laughs> I just want to say one thing real quick that uh, I love watching Xavier Simpson, but it is so nice watching our point guard be able to shoot off the dribble.
4: <laughs> so nice. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Times 10, man. Sorry about that, Ant, but uh, he, I was not there. Oh, no, a man. You're fine. Oh, a, 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 a lot of people, like, blocked me. And then when he went to Arizona State, they unblocked me just to say, like, F you, and then blocked me again. I'm like, What is your problem? Hey, I'm glad he didn't come, like, though. Right now, it worked out perfectly. Man, yeah. He's won, he's won about five games. Right, right.
0: In Tempe. Man, starting to die.
9: My buddy plays baseball there, and he said he's not—he's not a very good person off the floor either.
8: Yeah, I liked him. It's funny. So Greg Brown before too. Before the season started, yeah, I heard that, and he—he uh, he was very engaging uh, when I talked to him uh, before the season. But and I actually talked to him at Mohegan Sun, so I liked him. But you know, again, you never know. Um, you hear different things. You never know what to believe. Right. Uh, Ant knows this. Like if you're. If you're in the locker room, you know. Otherwise, it's hard yep. to know. Like, you know, I'm, you know, you talk to enough people. Like, I was talking to a lot of people in the Duke program, not necessarily some coaches, but players, parents about Jalen Johnson, and you try to get a handle on it, but you, you still don't know for sure unless you're in the locker room.
9: He actually played at my old high school at some and He can't stay. He cannot just stay at one school. He's yeah. he's got a lot of yeah. drama. I grew up with the kid too.
8: Yeah, and you wonder how much is him and how much is his parents uh, and, his and the people around him. Yep. Right. I mean I saw him when when he left uh to go home with a foot injury. I said, Listen, <laughs> I've been told it's it's not just the foot injury. You know, there's more. And people killed me from Duke. And then there was a he was watching his brother's high school game and somebody sent me a live feed. And again, he's supposed to have a boot on and he's got a foot injury and he's jumping around and I didn't see a boot on.
9: Well, that that's same with IMG there. They said he was, what even happened there? I heard there was more to that too. When he left IMG to go back yeah. to Milwaukee to play.
4: Well, well, I just wanted to, I wanted to come on here and just talk about, we were talking about John Beeline's teams and how they're pretty reliant on the three and, uh, I think the big difference between this team and what Coach Howard brought is uh, Hunter Dickinson. I don't think Hunter Dickinson ever joins a John Beeline team, or any player like him uh, would ever hop on uh John Beeline Michigan team, and if you take Hunter Dickinson out of this roster, it's it, it looks a lot like a John Beeline team. If Austin Davis is the starter, you got a lot of shooters, a lot of great guards, but not a lot of uh, in-and-out play, and I think that's the big difference right here that we're seeing with that
1: is really good take, Ben. This team looks a lot looks a lot different uh, if you take Hunter out of the uh, out of the equation. Just someone who you can rely on back to the basket to just settle everything down, uh, and having someone reliable down there who you know can either score the ball or they're going to get doubled. And that's seven one, he's such a great passer. Uh, now it's four on three on the outside. Now their defense is, is, you know, compromised once again. So 100%, great take right, right there, man. And I, You think I also, Dickinson
5: would get drafted, just out of curiosity? Not.
1: Yes. Yes, he would.
8: Absolutely get drafted. It might be in the second round. But just a matter of where. Yeah, he would get drafted somewhere in the second round, I think. Now, Gannon, I also
4: wonder – I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. I – I didn't watch his highlight film, so I'm wondering, was he that great of a passer in high school? Yes. Or did he yes. get – Okay. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yes. He
8: did everything in AU ball. Like, I loved him. Yes.
4: Like, absolutely fell in
8: love with him because he played – I mean, same things you are seeing now. He just played – but in AU ball, <laughs> it sticks out even more as Jeff, mm-hmm. didn't
5: he outplay Mobley in some tournament, or am I thinking of another big – that was a high school game, so there. that's
1: more. Yeah, I wasn't there. That's for that. more like structure to it. He gave mobile. I the saw business.
8: him at the peach jam. I saw him at the peach jam several times, like against the best bigs, and mm-hmm. like consistently he would outplay him. And and the thing that always stuck with me, he played harder than every damn big out there. Everybody, yeah. every yeah. single time. I'm trying to think. I think I. You know what? I saw him go against Wiseman. That's who it was. Saw him go against Wiseman, and I don't know. If, he didn't kick his ass, but he held, he his, held own, his own. And I, yeah, he he clearly held his own, and Wiseman's older. And Wiseman's one and long, and athletic, looked the part. And, and Hunter, just he wasn't intimidated at all, and he just did his work. He just, just went in there and just did his work. That's what he does. He's like, just, I don't know. This team is just fun to watch because they fit together so well.
5: I think Dickinson's actually older than Wiseman. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure
1: Dickinson. He might, he be. could be, he might be. Um, I think he's so, so, if you guys are, you know, don't know what the Peach Jam is, so you know how there's there is a Nike Circuit. It's called the EYBL. There's an Adidas Circuit. There's an Under Armour Circuit. The EYBL is head and shoulders above all the other circuits in terms of talent. Right on top of that there are there are like you know you know small little round robin games in multiple cities throughout the spring and summer only the best teams with the best results get to go to the peach jam so this is the best of the best nike teams we're not you know this isn't like you know, like if you're on the family from detroit and you go like 2 and 2 and 12 throughout the eybl uh, season you don't get an invite to the peach jam so when you go to the peach jam you see teams like um mo from kansas city you see vegas elite you see team takeover night riders you you only see the top of the top so this is like the cream of the cream and he was there doing his thing
4: can we um can we talk about what we see Shandi Brown doing in the NBA? Do we see him getting drafted or do we see him having to uh, work his way in? Into- I bet it's
8: like say- an invite to a camp. He'll probably get
1: a yeah. camp invite. Yeah. Yeah, a camp invite. Um his his role right now is just it doesn't help a draft stock, but what it does is you know, just his measurables itself would get him into a camp, and then from there, you have to hope that they don't shut it down due to you know pandemic reasons. You have to hope that he goes there and and you know, knowing his personality, he's gonna go at the highest drafted perimeter guy on defense and he's gonna make shots on offense. If he can do that, he could find his way into a possible two way contract or or just something on, like, their G League roster and then just work from there. There's different ways to get to the NBA. There's so many different ways. Um, All he has to do is continue just being himself and keeping that confidence. And this
9: is sort of like a crazy thought, but could you, if all goes well for him, could you see him being like a Patrick Beverly with his defense, just, like, being a pest, like, getting all over people and stuff? Possibly.
1: Possibly. I mean, I'll kind of let Jeff take that one if you want.
8: Well, here's the thing. I mean, Patrick Beverly was um, – he's a killer, and, and he he obviously had built up a lot more at Arkansas. Right, right, right. Like, he had built – he could score people. Like, it's going to take the right NBA team and GM to just say, like, all right, we see him, and you know what? Here's the role. As Ant knows, you've got to do something great. Unless you're, like, just one of the top players coming out of the draft – you got to do one thing great to stick. And obviously he can guard, right? So like, that's where you've got to, you, you've you got to have somebody that drafts you that just says, you know what, we're going to throw him in the G league for a couple of years. We'll see how he develops. And you know what? He's a role guy. He's a guy that that's a specialist. And, uh, yeah, you can make, listen, Lou Dort is a good example. I saw Lou Dort a couple of years ago in Vegas. He was, he's at Arizona state a freshman. And, uh, Nobody knew who he was and couldn't really shoot a lick. He actually shot it well in, in that event, but he's not a great shooter, but just a, a tenacious defender who again, has a lot of upside and Now you watch him for Oklahoma City, he's getting major minutes on again, not a good team but but ultimately, they go young those those teams, those franchises and and, and try to develop guys, and that that's where he'd have to stick, probably he'd probably yeah. be on a on a crappy team early. That they're just trying to see what they have.
5: Is it out of the question that he comes back next year
8: with that? No, not at all. Not at all. In fact, like, if I'm him, I'm absolutely thinking thinking that way. Now, again, some kids just want – they're done. You know, what? once you play for, for a year, a lot of kids aren't going to – most kids are not going to come back seniors this year, especially if you had a chance to already play, like, four years of high major basketball most kids are going to be like all right I'm done either I'm going overseas or I'm starting my career or whatever but like he could cuz he's only had you know 1 year in this program seeing um maybe maybe again you know going from Wake where nobody paid attention to now everybody's paying attention
9: who knows i would love to see him one more year
1: most definitely uh let's see tony you're about to say say something
6: no, I was just wondering like um so what's what's our clinch at this point? Like uh what well, do we have to close out uh wins, losses to to clinch to clinch the big ten. It's pretty close well, at the Well, This point, game right? was
1: super important. This oh, game yeah. was very important. This game was very important. Um we can't have how many does Illinois have? They have four losses or three in conference? Four so four. Michigan can only lose two more times. So you have to go. You have to go two and two, right? Only five games left, right? Or four games left?
6: Indiana State twice, and um, who Illinois. Missing? Illinois.
1: Yep. So you got to go two and two. If you win two two games, that's it. What, what's the
6: What's the news on IO? Is he going to be out? Uh, He's
1: out indefinitely right now.
8: He'll be back soon. He'll just he'll be wearing the mask. They didn't want to put him out there, obviously, this soon after the injury. I would assume he might miss the next game, which is Wisconsin, maybe, and then come back. But like to me, if I'm Michigan, it's like you get three of these four. I think you get three of these four, and you're pretty good shape going into the Big Ten tournament for getting that number one seed. One of them, you know, Gonzaga, Baylor. Are locks, unless Baylor – and even, honestly, if Baylor falters, they're coming off a pause still. So, <laughs> like, that would be taken into account. Like, they could lose the rest of their damn games in regular season, and they probably still get uh, a number one uh, seed. I think Michigan, to be honest, you went three of four, you got it locked up. You even win two of four, you might still get it, depending on what you do in, in, in the Big yeah. Ten tournament. Yo. Just- so- so-
6: and after the Ohio State game, I said, what's the chance that, you know, uh, Michigan at some point overcomes Baylor, right? So then we see Baylor play that way they played. And now you got Michigan winning against a top 10 team by 22 points. I mean, if they nothing crazy happens against Indiana, I think we might end up number two next week. I
1: think, nah, they'll, unless I think, Baylor I think loses, they'll have some won. votes for number yeah. two, but I don't think they'll overtake. No shot.
8: No shot. If Baylor's undefeated, there's no way you pass them.
1: No way. So don't you don't think that Michigan will get a couple votes at two?
8: I don't think they'll pass them.
1: I mean, they get a couple votes, but neither, yeah. But <laughs> like this past anywhere. year, this past, it was like all number three. But I think some, I think a few are going to move them up. Um, but I don't think they'll overtake. No, no way.
5: I thought they got one first place vote.
1: No, they got all number three. It was super All number three. It was was like the first time in like a long time.
6: Yeah.
1: I feel like
0: um, when people always say, I I see a lot of people saying like, hey, uh, Michigan, like with the way we're playing right now, we're beating all these top 10 teams, We should be able to overtake Baylor or even some people, a lot of people aren't even that high on Gonzaga, I've seen, to be honest. They think that Baylor is better than Gonzaga, which is fine. But my whole thing is with like, I'm fine with being ranked at three personally, because as Baylor or even, like, Gonzaga, like, because everybody comes after a conference, because it, it, it is weak, let's be honest, compared to every other conference, but if you're Gonzaga, only, like, what more can you ask like, ask us to do other than win our games and win our games dominantly in fashion, you know what I mean? Like, we are doing everything we, like, we are we don't control our conference. All we're doing is winning our games when we're supposed to, and even our our conference schedule, we took care of business, too. So, in that retrospect, I can't I can't just say well, like yeah, you know, we should be ranked ahead of them, even though our strength of schedule is higher than theirs. But uh,
6: it, it, it matters. It matters even less this year than than most years, right? Because the higher you're ranked in a one seed, sometimes you get to play like in your own region where your fans don't have to travel. It doesn't really matter this year that much, right? I yeah, mean, it's immaterial.
5: Jeff, I have a quick question for you. I just got to get off soon. It's sort—it's sort of a random question, but an ant too. I, do you guys think Beeline coaches again anywhere?
8: Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: I I want him to go to Indiana so bad. I think that would do wonders for the conference. That will be awesome. That'd be awesome. I would love that. Yeah, I don't know if they make a move. I mean, listen—if if
8: Archie if Miller, if they completely nosedive now, right? If they complete doing those that maybe they make a move. I mean, he's still owed a lot of money now they could raise it easy if they want to. We know that. So I, I would say to me, I think B line takes something. Okay. And, and selfishly, I'm kind of hoping nothing else big opens and he takes like Boston college here just to make BC relevant for a few years. Uh, But like, there's nothing great open. Like, Wichita is probably going to hire the interim guy because he's been great, Isaac Brown. He's, he's done such a good job. If they don't hire him, I'm going to be – seriously, like, that yeah. AD, I'm going to crush that AD.
1: Crush I, I might go off as well. Yeah.
8: No, I, I – and he <laughs> knows it. I talked to the AD the other day. He knows he'll get crushed if he doesn't do it, especially <laughs> if, if Isaac Brown wins the league, which right now they're up on – if I were them, I'd come up with a fake pause today. Fake pause. We're done for the year. We win the league.
1: (laughs) There's nothing to think about with that hire. Nothing to think about.
8: Nothing. 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 He's the anti-Greg Marshall.
1: It should have already happened.
8: You're right. Because you know what? Think about it. Think about what happened with Chris Holtman at Butler and Greg Gard at at Wisconsin. They didn't wait. They did it. They did it when they won. Barry Alvarez didn't want to hire Greg Gard but he had no choice.
1: Yep. What do you think about Greg Gard? I mean, he's fine. I think he's he's, stubborn. Yeah,
8: he is. He definitely is. I mean, he's like, he's solid. I don't think he's like one of the best. Listen, the guy that, again, maybe, you know, to me, I think the guy who's done as good a job as anybody, given the talent that they have in the country, is Chris Holtman. I agree. And, right? I mean, look at their talent. It's I good, agree. but it is not nearly as good as Michigan. It's not as good as Illinois.
1: They've got the pieces. They've got, they've got the right team, and, and, the, and they've got guys who have bought in totally. as well, too. Totally. Which is no. coaching, in my opinion.
8: Which is the opposite of last year when they had DJ Carton and Gaffney, Gaffney sitting on the bench, kind of not even, I don't, he was irrelevant, but like last year they didn't have great chemistry. Even like Caleb Weston wanted to be the guy. Uh, Mm -hmm. This year it's kind of like completely the opposite. I love E.J. Liddell.
1: God, I love him. Yeah. He's a pro in my opinion. Yes.
8: He'll make a team. Like, it'll be interesting to see what, if he, you know, if he can be, but like, yeah. Why, why can't he be, You know, that undersized forward now is almost like in vogue a little bit, right? Like you see uh, the Tate kid playing a lot of minutes, right, from Ohio State.
1: Jason Tate, yep. He's He's with a lot of minutes right now because
8: he's he's tough as shit. He does everything. Like he just – he outworks people. Like I loved him in college.
1: Jeff, what about Lon Kruger, Oklahoma?
8: He's done a great job. He's done a great job. I mean, Lon can coach. Like we know that he can coach. I-, I like their team. They've got three guards that are all different. Um, you know, it's funny there's been a lot of speculation. Lyon, I don't know how old he is now, but you know, a lot of his assistants have left over the last few years thinking that he may end up, you know, retiring at some point soon, but you know, I, listen, if I'm him go another few years, um, He's just good for the sport. He, he's the most low-key. He's the most low-key guy that I've ever dealt with. Honestly, like, just no self-promotion whatsoever. You know, he'll be sitting in the crowd, guys. Literally, like, a half an hour before the game starts, he's literally just sitting in the stands, just chilling.
1: You know he's – I've, I've, I've been impressed with the job that he's done this year because obviously nobody, you know, had Oklahoma doing things that, that they've done this year. And they're, you know, potentially you know team that could that could make a run in the tournament, which, you know, kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Love Chris Beard, too, at Texas Tech. Uh,
8: I'm the biggest Chris Beard fan on the planet. He's underrated. He's actually, yeah, I, I underrated. actually think, like, they've, they've – I don't know. Well, I don't want to say they should do more. Like, they're in the top 25 even for the last couple of years in, in Lubbock. I mean, I, I, I just – I've seen Beard work. He's the most maniacal worker I've ever seen as a head coach. Like, I, I was there last year for, like, three or four days. They played Kentucky. The game ended – it was, like, a 4 o'clock game. Ended about 6.15. Then he asked me, he's like, you know, stick around. I was leaving the next morning early. And he's like, come up, watch film. We started watching film at, like, 7.00. I left at two. I'm like, I got to go. I got like a seven o'clock flight. And like, they were still there. Like they weren't leaving. Yeah. It pays off.
1: Shoot. And uh, his team takes on his identity too.
8: Yeah. Yeah. No, they're tough as shit. And he's done a good job with the McClung kid. who, who yeah. was Impossible for me to watch at Georgetown. Cause, he, now, Cause him
1: and the hated each other. <laughs> yes.
8: They couldn't have each other. Right. And like, McClung just played with such a, a low IQ, to be honest. Yeah, and he still makes some bonehead plays, but I, I really think Beard's done a pretty darn good job of uh, of kind of working with him and, and and making him at least a much smarter basketball player.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who, who who will get your vote for National Coach of the Year? Man, just three guys. Is this I a question? Dead. Is this a real question? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's got to be a
8: question, guys. I mean. No, no, I know you guys are – I get it. I get it. But you still have to look at what Mark Few and what Scott Drew have done. I mean, it's Baylor, guys. The, it's Baylor. Yeah. The the Baylor.
6: But the Big Ten is shape, shaping up this year to be one of the top conferences in ever, decades. Ever. Decades. maybe Ever. Yeah. ever. And you've got Ken. A Palm has as the toughest conference you, ever. Yeah, and you've got a Michigan team that was unranked at the beginning of the year that is doing what they are doing in one of the top conferences ever. I I don't understand if there's a question about this. That's just weird. Have, have, have you ever been to Waco?
4: <laughs> <laughs> this is hey, Jeff. Jeff,
1: that's all I heard have, about hey, Iowa State. Well, have you ever been to Ames? Have, have you, you like ever the been same to thing? Michigan in the winter? I have. I have. And I've never seen the sun. I have never
8: seen the sun. Both of my nephews, two of my nephews went to Michigan yeah. and they're giving me shit tonight. They kill me.
6: The sun doesn't like, shine from September fifteenth no, until April fifteenth.
0: No. no sunshine <laughs> is straight. <laughs> <laughs> um,
8: I, I just think, listen, I get it. I get it. You guys are Michigan fans and Juwan has done an insanely good job, right? Insanely. That doesn't mean that Scott Drew and, and Mark Few haven't done insanely good jobs. Now, again, they were picked high. I get it. They were picked high, and they've lived up to the expectations in a year of COVID. Um, you know, and, and and Baylor, the Big 12 is pretty good, guys. It, it may not yeah. be as good as the Big 10. They're this top year, heavy. Right. They're top it's heavy. It's really good. Them. The top five or six are still really, really good. Like Kansas, yes, they're not Kansas. But like, Well, Texas. Mar-
1: Mar-
8: well Mark-, Mark Few's not
6: going to win because you, you're not allowed to win two. Like, I mean, I think even like doesn't Coach K only have one national coach of the year or something like that?
8: And Few, Few has one already, right? I don't know. I'm sure he does. I'm yeah, yeah, sure he yeah. does. Scott Drew probably doesn't. And, 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 again, I don't know. I mean, I just think you could go either way. I would honestly, I would give it like co-coach of the years this year. And I, I hate that. But I probably would because I think there's several guys deserving. There always are Coach of the Year. You know, yeah. now I think Player of the Year is probably was, was determined today when IO um, got hurt.
4: Well, hopefully IO can play us and we beat the brakes off of him too. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> then as soon as, like, as, soon as he beat we begin, the they're going to design. We like, need that oh, game.
4: We need IO to play in that game. Oh. Oh, we do. No, that's what I mean. I I, I want him to play so that we can lock him down. Totally.
1: I need to see Franz and Shandy versus that dude. Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 be careful what y'all (laughs) ask What do you mean be careful? Careful. Franz and Shondi. Hey, yo, Aaron, Aaron Henry put that man in a dumpster the other day. He put that man in a dumpster, bro. Io couldn't do a damn thing. I don't like Franz Wagner going to I.O. I don't at all. <laughs> Why? Because I I.O. won't do anything? Franz hey, Wagner bro. is one of the best perimeter defenders in the country, my guy. What are hey, you talking is, about? Team, team defense is a great thing, bro. Team defense it's is a great It's not team thing. defense. It's one-on-one. Franz, Franz one-on-one is so long. He what gets so many
0: blocks.
6: Have, have you watched Franz Wagner
8: play defense?
4: And I want to, play. He's going to be a great pro.
8: It's why he's this... going to be a great pro because he can honestly give him more space, give him more time. He can play again. Like, there's not much he's not going to be able to do.
4: And I think it's the combination. Like, Franz is going to succeed, but then as soon as he gets a break from Franz, he gets the muscle, just weight leaning on him from Sean It's just exhausting going up against Michigan. You just. You know, Aaron Henry
1: had my man's in a basement, locked up and shackled. He's still down there, <laughs> straight box with, with the mask he was in a mask
0: on. Box the whole night. He had seventeen, in a box. nine,
1: and five. Like I mean, you say you put him in a box, but Bro, so what? He, I, was, him... he was he was at the end of the game, my guy. Did all right, you watch so, the so, game? So what do you? Alright, so what do you? What do you think his number, his stat line will be when he plays out? It don't. It 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 does not even matter. He's gonna get locked the same so, way. So if he had, yo, he, he could, yo, he could score, bro. he could score thirty
6: like Washington and still lose.
1: Aaron Henry had my man's in a shoebox, like he couldn't do shit the yeah, whole talking game. Talking about Aaron Henry, bro, that's a whole different dude. <laughs> that's a whole Roz different. Ross binder is a better defender uh, than Henry is. What are you talking about? All right, we gonna see. We gonna see. Do you watch we Big Ten see. basketball? You said I I'm do. Going I dumb. do. Look, look, I'm look. Going so, so, no, you do so not. Look. Roz after after, is one after of the that best game, best that, look in the country. After, my man's is 6'9", guarding the one through five. After that game, we're gonna come in this chat and we'll and will deliberate on on, on what went. <laughs> yeah, now. and you, and bro, you're gonna get your neck <laughs> smacked in this motherfucker. Like, right, like look, look, look what talking about <laughs> my guy? I will. I'll be here after that game. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, you we'll not? No, you are not. You're gonna <laughs> go somewhere hiding. So look, so You're look. not gonna come in here. So look, y'all not gonna come in here. If You're Iowa has twenty five I seven, if Iowa has twenty five seven, and Illinois wins. I'm gonna come in here. And and y'all not, y'all will hate me in this chat. <laughs> yeah, alright. Hey, I'll be waiting. They say no win more. First. i ain't gonna lie, man. I'll be Yo. right here, Quinny Piac. Hey, hey, say no more. I'll be here too. <laughs> I'll be here, Kinda Piac. Literally <laughs> all night, baby. <laughs> Literally after after
0: we play Illinois. Every, uh, Illinois' fan base and uh, Iowa's fan base are going to be arguing for who got player of the year. And they're just going to be like, well, Luca went 6 for 15. Well, Iowa went 5 for 17. So who did better? That's
1: literally what i going to argue though. about. Here's my, my guy thing did though. better against I said Dickinson this before. <laughs> I said this before. I I like IO Dosumu for player of the year of, in the Big Ten. You do?
4: I really? do. Oh, like Luca?
3: Over Luca, yeah, because I think
1: winning matters. I think winning matters.
3: I mean, if I went, being the best player on that winning
1: team, I think that matters with what he's done this year. Honestly, yeah. ah, I'm a DMV guy, so I might be a little biased. Luca's my guy, so I'm, I might, I might be a little. You're biased. a DMV I, guy. Where are you from? I'm from Maryland. Okay, I'm from Sterling, Virginia. Okay, yeah, I grew up. I'm from Montgomery County okay I, I live in baltimore now though where'd you go to uh 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 school at high school uh, i went to springbrook high school and then i did a postgrad year at putnam science academy up in connecticut how old are you 24 20 20- oh you young yeah oh, i'm thinking that like, you like you like okay all right okay yeah. young. man okay. Aunt, what'd you okay. think It was your age Man, I'm I mean, looking at this profile. Lot, though, man. My man looks like 47. I didn't know what he was.
4: I'm looking at what?
1: Professional. My man is looking old. So, man, I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay, Springbrook. Okay, okay. Nice. So, I went O'Connell one year. Um, Then I went to Oak Hill the rest of my three years. But I know all about Springbrook. I know all about that stuff. That's oh. tough. That's tough. Okay, you, That's tough. Did, did, I did, missed did, you play? man. I miss home. What? I yeah, miss man. home a lot. I miss home Not a like lot. Nothing like DNV, man. Nothing. The nothing. Nothing like it, man. Nothing like it. You know, growing up, it was, you know, you no. Know, I told Cats the other day, I'm like, you don't understand how good the DC area is. If you could run the DC Blue Devils, run Nike and DC Assault with Adidas and be stacked. On both, like there's no A and B team. Like both teams were stacked eight deep with high majors. Like you don't get that in other places. That's why I love people. People don't people don't get how good the basketball is down here between like WCAC and the IAC and Baltimore Catholic League and even the DCIA. All that man, it's crazy. WCAC, best conference in the country, hands down. That's why my kids going to Paul (laughs) Six. (laughs) <laughs> alert. 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 Iowa has
0: posted their final score.
1: Oh, Iowa they they about to get rated. Final score. They're about to get rated. Hey, but yeah. um
4: what's up? Oh did I just wanna I heard somebody I don't know who said it, but they said hey, yeah. so you know. I just want you to Did they say what? They they asked if you play. Do I
1: play? Basketball. No 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 I like did you play growing up? Did I play growing up? Yeah. I did okay. Yeah, nah, you 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 said uh, you, you went to you, put, you went to Okano and uh, Oko. So I know. But, what where did you play at, at or My older brother played there. Uh, '06 to two, 2010. Okay. How old your my, brother? My, oh, now my, my older brother went there in like 2000. I didn't know how old you was, but he he um, motor Brother played at DeMatha, and then he played at Oko, and then he played at Syracuse when they won the championship. In, okay. In yeah. Okay. I respect it. I respect it. DeMatha. I almost went to DeMatha, but. I'm not spending forty five minutes on the metro. <laughs> hey man, it builds character. That, that metro builds character, man. That's not happening, man. I went to O'Connell, so I took the bus from like uh, I took the bus to um, to west to uh, West Falls Church, went one stop to East Falls Church, and that's all the metro I needed. And then then I just walked. <laughs> that's all I needed right there, man. Hey, man. Okay. Crown, oh, you got, you, 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 was on the bus too. So, you know what I'm saying? Bus train.
3: train
1: true. True. But, man, I miss home. That's why I'm going back soon. But, um, yo, we've been in here for over an hour. I appreciate everybody coming in, man. Um, when's the next game? Is next game, uh, Saturday? Saturday. 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 Oh, thank goodness. So it's not on CBS. So it's going to be Saturday, probably on like Fox or Fox. BTN or Fox. Okay, cool. Um, against Indiana, right?
4: Yep. yep.
1: That's a big game. That is another big, big game. Uh, every game from game. now, everything from now until the last game is going to be a big game. Um, they they need to keep this momentum going. Um, I will. Uh, I have a YouTube coming out. Uh, just about just. Just like a little 10, 15, 20 seconds about each of the McDonald's All-Americans. And there's 24 of them, so it's taken me a while. Um, <laughs> so um, so be on the lookout for that within the next couple days. And then um, uh, I may host the preview for the Indiana game on here. Um, we'll kind of see if I can get uh, uh, Indiana HQ or one of the Indiana guys are here and we'll talk about the matchup and all that fun stuff. Just uh I'm trying to give you guys as much content I can because there's really not much time left in this season. It felt like it just started. Um nice. but then we're we're you know right into the off season. We got football we got yeah. recruiting twenty twenty two so we're gonna be I want to be throwing out as much content as I can to you guys, um, and we'll kind of go from there. But thanks again for joining in, man, and um, we'll talk soon. Hey, Aunt, Aunt, you're killing it, bro. We appreciate
6: it, man. Hey, appreciate you, man. Have a good one. See.